You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. I've been a cold musician. <laughs> Why? Because you like music? I've just been a cold musician. I all the little What would you have played? Everything. Because <laughs> that's what the musicians, they play everything, right? Oh, Damn, he's talented? Which instrument? <laughs> all of them. Guitar, drums. Like, like uh, I'm trying to think, who plays everything? Piano. They all play everything, man. Yeah, Anderson Pack plays everything. Prince played everything. Uh, I don't know about Stevie Wonder. We've been asking which players. Everything. Under- I'm talking about like drums. And harmonica. All- Stevie Wonder, think of the harmonica <laughs> right away. Uh, w- which players under the most pressure to win a title? 888-729-3776. We're talking NBA. 888-SAY-ESPN. So we can keep weighing in on that. You can. You can call us and we'll take your calls. But let's let's focus on Unless quarterbacks Unless Max is losing here. the argument, then he'll... Won't take the call. We'll, we'll have to see when we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Since that's never happened before, we don't know what I'll do. Cross All right, that listen. Bridge when he comes to it. Okay, that's the right. Let's way. focus somebody, on. Somebody else said something the other day. I was like, Nah, I think it's bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that? I forgot already. It was something. We'll take the bridge, or it yeah. was something weird. Yeah. All right, listen. Let's 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 talk NFL quarterbacks. NFL quarterbacks under the most pressure to win a title. Key, what you got? Are we going six to one or one to six? I don't. I don't even. Number six. All right, we're there gonna go. go six. So, look, this is fluid, as we like to say. I'm gonna start at six, and I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow. There's a lot of pressure for Joe Burrow at the sixth spot when you look at the quarterbacks that are left in the National Football League. Yes, he's gone to a Super Bowl. He's gone to a championship game. He's been in the playoffs. He's got big-time money coming his way. All of those sort of things. But as I've always said to you, Max, you may never get back there again. Now that Patrick Mahomes is just doing what he's doing, all right? Josh Allen is in the way. Then you're going to have Lamar will be in the way. Deshaun Watson will be in the way. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's going to be in the way. All of the things that we like about Joe Burrow, T. Higgins will eventually be gone. Some team that we're not even thinking about with a good enough quarterback will pop up one year. And and because of everything that we've given him already well-deserved, he's got to win a championship. At some point, we're just going to be like, oh, well, can't finish. He can't finish. He can't finish. Number five. Number five. Justin Herbert, let alone win a Super Bowl, he's got to win a damn playoff game. Much like Joe Burrow, we're giving him all this big, strong arm. He got the hair. He's tall in the pocket, a tall drink of water. Look at this team. It's loaded in L.A. Chargers are rolling. Then they go down to Jacksonville, and they lay an egg in the second half, and they lose to Trevor Lawrence and company. The hype machine is rolling. Now his play in the postseason has to catch up to the hype machine, or else he'll just be another good quarterback with long hair. Number four. Lamar Jackson at number four. Lamar has to win playoff games. That's going to be one of the questions. He's going to get paid. He's going to get the big money, whether it's with the Ravens or somebody else. 
But the question will be, can you win a Super Bowl with his style? That's the whole thing. Now they're going to point to Jalen Hurts, even though Jalen Hurts balled out. They should have gave him the MVP, even though they lost the Super Bowl. Can you win with a running style quarterback that can still throw the football? That's going to be the question going into 2023. Plus, he gets the money. Can Lamar do it? He sits at number four. Number three. Number three, your guy, Dak Prescott, the one you love the most, Max, a quarterback that wears the star. They hadn't won a Super Bowl since Troy Aikman. They hadn't advanced to the NFC Championship game since Troy Aikman. So when you look at this, he's got everything aligned for him. They go out, they sign Tony Pollard back in free agency, get him back in healthy. They add somebody to C.D. Lamb, whether it's a Robert Woods that was just released from Tennessee or somebody else to give him some more firepower. It's a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. They paid him the money, $100-something million of guaranteed money. People want to see him develop into the star quarterback that he's supposed to be. Hasn't quite happened just yet. We'll see if it does in 2023. Number two. Number two, your favorite MVP in Josh Allen to start the 22 and 22 three season. Oh, he's going to win. The Bills are going to do it all. Josh Allen, big, strong, fast. He got a laser arm. They drafted him out of Wyoming to pierce the football. Everything in the world. But he hasn't performed at the level that he needs to based on the hype that he's been getting. He's got to win a Super Bowl. I thought this would be the year, given everything lined up in Buffalo for them. They failed to do so going down to the Cincinnati Bengals at home. is a lot of pressure on him. But the number one guy in the pressure cooker number one. is in the bunker right now, allegedly. He's in the bunker in Aaron Rodgers. Darkness. Aaron Rodgers won championship in however many years, four MVPs. At some point in time, $150 million, $58 million due to him this year, no matter who he plays for. At some point in time, his individual statistics really isn't going to matter. It's going to be about winning Super Bowls. If he stays in Green Bay and he goes for another Super Bowl title, he's only been the one. Brett Favre's been the two, okay, even though Brett Favre didn't win both of them. So when you look at it, he's chasing not only Brett Favre, he's chasing the greatness of other quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes has surpassed him in a short period of time. And I think people are tired of the Aaron Rodgers saga even though he's one of the greatest talented quarterbacks I've ever seen by far, they're getting tired of the whole mystique behind him. Now he's in the bunker and I'm going to let you know when I come out of the bunker and all of those sort of things. So here you are with my top six list. And yes, there are somebody that's left off this list that you probably would be like, well, what about Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson got a new coach, a new defensive coach, a new offensive coach. Like it's a whole new situation next year he'll be on this list. Or the year after, he'll be on this list. Not right now because Sean Payton basically have saved him from being on the list because he's in a new situation. I agree with that logic about Russell Wilson. I also wouldn't have him in the top six to win a Super Bowl this upcoming season. No, not this upcoming season. But over the course of his career, then he might be number one, right? Or he's way up there. Absolutely. All right, so I agree with all the names. I don't agree with the order, okay? Okay. Rodgers being one, I would put Josh Allen one because – your Rodgers' place in history will be affected. There's no doubt about it. But Josh Allen has not even been there, and he is like the chosen one. He's anointed. He's supposed to be Patrick Mahomes' main rival, right? Well, that ended. Right. Now it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow took that away from him, or Jalen Hurts. Okay. Hurts just got to a Super Bowl, so much like Joe Burrow last year, this, up, this past year. Well, that's year, why Joe's at six. Right. No, but Joe, right. Now Joe's at six yeah. because – he got, he got close, didn't win again, so now there's a little pressure. Wait, is he going to be one of these guys that never gets over the hump? The narrative changes fast, right? 
Jalen Hurts is where Joe Burrow was last year. He's safe. He doesn't need to be on the list. Joe Burrow pops up at number six. I get it. By the way, at number seven, believe it or not, I would I don't have, have a seven. I would have someone at seven. And believe it or not, it'd be Patrick Mahomes. Because, yes, he just won the Super Bowl. He's had the greatest start to his career ever. Blah, 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 blah. The standard is now so high for him that what there is to gain by going back-to-back and winning his third key, he, when, I, when guys like me start saying he has a chance to be the MJ of football for the first time ever there'll be an MJ in football, he goes back-to-back and wins his third, he starts to enter that cut. So, like, to me, I don't know if you call that pressure. That's something, though. But I want to get to the guys you actually have mentioned. Herbert shouldn't be five. The reason is, man, let him win a playoff game first. Right, so I would, put, play, okay. I would put I would put Burrow actually build, ahead of Herbert. But they didn't build the team the way they built this team to, to win, win a, a playoff Bowl, right. game. They want to win the Super they Bowl. They want to win the Super Bowl. And if Herbert wins a Super Bowl, oh they my didn't, God. They didn't fire the coach and get Sean Payton because they didn't think they could win a Super Bowl. They, in fact, kept Brandon Stadium and had him fire some of the staff because they think they can win a Super Bowl. I agree with the six names. I have minor quibbles about where they are. But how, how is it a make-or-break season not, not to win the Super Bowl, but make or break season to see that Russell Wilson can still play at a high level? Or does he get one grace year period? Well, I think, I think he gets a, a, a grace year, but at the same time, he won't. I don't know that they'll be in the contention to win the Super Bowl. His play needs to improve, which I think it will under Sean. I think you'll see a different looking Russell Wilson, more Russell Wilson of old Pete Carroll, even though he doesn't want to do that. He's going to do it. Air it out once in a while. Yeah, yeah, we need you to make a throw. Third and 16, I need you to make Pretty that deep throw. deep ball. Yeah, oh, that's I a nice deep do, ball. I need yeah. you to do that. Two or three times a game. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be checked down Charlie until we get this thing under control. We're going to run the football, and we're going to play defense, and you're going to be checked down Charlie. How much of an improvement would it be? Like, when I say is it make or break, obviously, if, if Russell Wilson remains one of the worst quarterbacks in football this upcoming season – that he's broken, right? Yeah, that's something. But, but if <laughs> that means that sh- that means if Shaq can't fix him, then something right. But let's say he does improve. How much of an improvement would make you say, okay, he's on the road? Because not just a little improve, you got to improve it. But how much of an improvement? I would probably say sixty percent. Really? Yeah. You got to. Do you have to make the playoffs? Tough no, division. No, I need the, him or the team improvement. That's different. Yeah, it is. I want to see him. I want to see him make that throw. I want to see him make that decision. I want to see him do those sort of things. I don't care about the, you know me, I don't care about the numbers. The statistics means nothing. I could make it whatever. Oh, QBR, this and that. You're evaluating with the eyeball I'm looking at his body of work. Did he make the right read? Did he get, did he hit the back foot and let it rip? Did he hesitate? Did he did he did he uh, cock the ball back twice and pat it? Did he put the baby to sleep? That's the reason he was sacked. Did he ill-advisedly make a throw that got picked off? Those are the sort of things you need to look for. Everybody looks at the statistics, and that automatically tells you a person is good or not. That's not true. It's you have to not con- true. Because in, it's true in a sport like baseball where if you don't know math, you can't tell me who's the MVP just because there's no way you can tell me you saw all the best players, all their at-bats. There's too many of them. It, you know, but in football – you legitimately can see all the plays of the best players. You know, like receiver position, for instance, if somebody's throwing you the ball 250 times and you have 90 catches, you're going to get 90 catches at 250 attempts. Right. But if I'm throwing it to you 250 and you caught 220 of them, 
Hey, that dude is special. But in That's football, something. you can legitimately use the eye test yeah. because you can legitimately see all the plays. In baseball, for example, it's just not possible. And so when I look at a guy like Dak Prescott, I'm look, see, people, like the interception that he threw to Diamador Lenore, you look at that and you go, oh, Dak threw another pick. He couldn't step into the throw. The guy was sitting in his lap. So he, rather than just eat it, he steps in and throws it. How about throwing it away? Just eat it. Yeah. You can't step into it. You're not going to be able to get it over the guy's head. Just eat the football. Right. Take the sack and live to see another down. But instead, I'm going to try to throw it, so therefore I don't have enough mustard to get it across the field. The DB drives on it, almost pick six the other way. Yeah. Who do so you think you are, Justin the, Herbert? When I get in the film, well, he's not tall as Justin yeah. Herbert, but when I get in the or film the room arm. and I'm sitting there in the film room with the clicker, I'm telling him, just eat that. What the hell are you doing? So, that, that, to me, is fixable. Okay? But he gets the credit for the pick. It's almost like in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, last play, it, it goes like 10 yards. Oh, he doesn't have a strong enough arm. The dude was sitting in his damn lap. He can't get anything on it. And he had a shoulder injury also. And he had a shoulder injury. Okay, help people affected by the Turkey earthquake, please. Visit redcross.org slash ESPN. That's redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond. Coming up, your calls on which player is under the most pressure to win a title in the NBA, and is this season, we say this every year, but let me ask it again because it's a legitimate question. Is this Chris Paul's last real shot to win a chip? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Kevin Durant joins Chris Paul and Devin Booker to lead the Phoenix Suns on a trip to Milwaukee to face Giannis, Drew Holiday, and the Bucks. Six to shoot, finds KD, contested, triple is good! Durant's got 33 points! Coverage begins Sunday at 12.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Indeed. Keyshawn J. Willemax, which NBA pl- player is under the most pressure to win a title? I gave my top five list. I think Westbrook is the fifth most. Chris Canty argued against it, as did Keyshawn. Chris was on the show earlier. And 
One thing I may amend is to say I think Westbrook has the fifth most to gain by a championship. That's a little bit different than saying pressure. But I don't well, you have don't Chris, want to say pressure. Yeah, but I don't. Right, I'm. I'm saying I'm refining what I'm saying. But I. I don't think that Chris Paul. That, why not? Because you're not Max. You. You got to stick to what you say on your list. No. Don't start changing things when you start no. getting. No. I think you think about it. When more, you, start you start getting start the, the the gut shot. No, and you the, got. You can think about it more and start. To, um, you know, kind uh, of refining fraud. your fraud. No, it's the opposite. Actually, you're a fraud if you just dig in. Even if you then you never get illuminated. You never get any smarter. So By you, the way, you you're a fraud. Who's a fraud? Anyway, you're a fraud. Oh, I'm like, what? So anyway, at four, I have Embiid. At three, I have Jason Tatum. At two, Kevin Durant. Key strongly objects because he's a two-time finals MVP. Of course. Oh, stack, not only finals MVP champion. Right. Well, if you're a finals MVP. Yeah, the champion part two, though. I get yeah, it. sure, sure. You can win yeah. the, you can potentially win the that was MVP a cheat, That was winning. a cheat code. It didn't tell me anything. And oh, Jokic, God, KD might be a top three or four greatest player of all time when all is said and done. He's just not there yet because he, uh, you know, reverse engineered a championship, basically. Anyway, Jokic has the most pressure because he is a, about to be, it looks like, a three-time consecutive MVP. No chips. Come on, man. By the he, way. He's on the list. I don't know that he's one, but he's on the list. By the way, Jokic, is he your top, one of your top three NBA players? I, I don't really. He's not on I mine. mean, he's good, but. Is you he know, in your top five? Because he floats in and out of my top five. You, how are you a three-time MVP and you might not be a top five player? I, look, but if you chip up, all well, that see, goes away. For me. Now you're one of the greatest players of all I time. I like that he could score. I like he could shoot. I like he pass. pass. Take the ball up. I just don't. Post. It's not sexy to me, so I'm all on board with it. Yeah. It just doesn't you look. You feel that way about Tim Duncan, too. It does, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, but, Tim Duncan's one of the greatest players, players but yeah. it's just like. He doesn't do it, it for does, you. Do it for me. Dennis in Delaware, you're on with Keyshawn Johnson. I'd rather have Embiid, Max you know? Yeah, well, Embiid, well, the real thing is Embiid defense. Yeah. Dennis. Guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, first first point, clearly, uh, Keyshawn, the producers teased you about your pirate outfit on SI yesterday. Clearly, they didn't see you on single living appearance in 97 with your fly $1,000 suit. That's number one. But I think Jason Tatum, is he one of those guys who can't get over the hump? I mean, uh, he took the team to the finals last year. They're no longer inexperienced. Uh, they haven't won a championship in 15 years. Those Celtics fans are pretty demanding. Yeah. He's so, third on my list. They're almost like, yeah, they're he, like Yankee fans. So I think Tatum's got some pressure. He does. Uh, He's the number three overall. I think only, only Jokic and KD have hey, more to Hey, Dennis. It's living yeah. single, not single living. Single living. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. My bad. But you look good on that, man. How young were you there? How old were you there? I was probably in my first or second year in the league. So were you, you know, living single? <laughs> Sing, single living. Were man. you single living at the time? Uh, let's just plead the fifth. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> I was triple living. Never mind. Move along. All right. Justin in West Virginia, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys, man? I've been on hold for a long time. Y'all, glad hey, y'all hey, hey, you man, on, but, I'm sorry, man. Oh. Not my fault. I'm not, I'm not in the board very, room. Very popular. Very popular. Uh, no, no, oh, yeah. yeah. There's, no, there's no problem. No problem. Yeah. But my top five, I got KD one. I got Tatum two. I got Harden three. I got um, Jokic four. And I got Job five. I Why do you have KD, KD one? Did we go, did we, because it's a new season. A lot of people harp on what you know happened in the past. And I, I wanted to know what K. Keyshawn's reaction was when he went to Golden State. But anyway – He's number one because y'all call him the mercenary. 
the guy who travels to a team that's supposed to win a championship. He did it with Golden State. This is a new season. He's moving to Phoenix. When he got traded to Phoenix, that's all y'all talked about. More than Brian breaking Korea's record almost. So I think the more pressure is on him because it's, it's KD. He's the mercenary. Yeah, by the, the way, this is, but see, Justin, Justin makes a good point, Key, which is this. KD is so excellent, we already know that, that wherever he goes, they're a threat. Because of it, he's a victim of his own standard, which yes. is incredibly high. But what we're asking about with KD is not about how good he is. We already know he's as the goodest. He's the, as good as anyone. You want him to be able to do it by himself? No, I want to know about his greatness. His goodness is without question. How great can he be? Which means, can you lead a group that is not a short of a championship because they have so much more talent than anyone? To a championship against similarly talented teams. I, he, he hasn't done that yet. He, he said he wanted to know. I thought when he left OKC, to, yeah. I was all good. Let me get some tickets. Yeah, right. I, exactly. I, I, when he left OKC to go to Golden State, I'm like, let me get some tickets because yeah. this is getting ready to be fun to watch. I, I'm an athlete, so I don't get caught up in all that. It's like me leaving the Jets to go to Tampa Bay that was just an NFC championship game, and then all of a sudden we go to the Super Bowl and win it. Yeah. And our defense was loaded. I knew we yeah. would go to win a Super Bowl right. once I was there because of defense. I'm not oblivious to that, yeah. but I did my part just like he did his part with Golden State. But in the basketball, no. one player has more I of a get, sway I over the outcome of a game I, than I a understand what I understand what you're saying, but I'm talking about the optics of it. You, uh, again, Let's say you were playing five-on-five football. If, well, let's if, call it five-on-five. No, five. And if, you went to a team that had four other all-pros. Come on, man. I'm going to go to a team that got four. I would have went to the Cowboys with Troy and Emmitt and them when they was winning Super Bowls if I could have. Why wouldn't I? Desmond in South Carolina. You're on Keyshawn Please. Johnson, Max Kellerman, ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Keyshawn, you got it all wrong, man. We don't we don't look at basketball how we view football. The criteria is different. I played them uh, both, so I understand. But I played them both, so I Desmond do understand. Desmond is trying to make a point. I'm just letting him know. I can look at both of them, Max. But – but look at it like this. Why do we look at Giannis one title more than KD two and Golden State? It's because of the you know the criteria. He um he didn't have Get four him, other All Stars on his team and uh, two other Hall of Famers. Um and then with LeBron, let's say LeBron never won another one after Miami. You don't think we'll look at him different? So I think it's the it's the context behind it. Or uh, KD joined the team that beat him and had been in the finals two years in a row before he joined and had already won. So, so it's about how you do what? it and uh, it, 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 that matters. It, so what? That's the way you want to view it. But that's not the reality of it. The reality of it is he went to a team and he helped them win two chips and get to a third. And, and he's the reason that they won the two chips. Well, Except that they won before and after he was there. But does it matter? And, he has not, and he's, he's played on almost nothing but great teams and has only I, I, won with I, Steph. He, he is the reason that they won because there is no oh. evidence that they would have won those two years without it him. It was overkill. You didn't need KD to win. Oh, God. That you replaced Harrison Barnes with KD. You could have placed Harrison Barnes with Paul George. You still would have won. How would you view LeBron's Lies, 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 and more lies. As a Laker, if they missed the playoffs again. <laughs> Pat been trying to get this on the show forever. What's that? The LeBron Lakers stuff. <laughs> oh, is that right? This is, this is a Pat, Pat deal. This is a Pat deal. How would you view LeBron's tenure as a Laker if they missed the playoffs again? Pat Costello wants to know. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We've been asking which players under the most pressure to win a title in the NBA. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Jokic leads my list three times. It looks like he's headed for his third consecutive MVP. I've never seen a disconnect between a guy who's monopolizing MVPs like this and where he ranks in most fans' view of, like, who are the top players in the game? He's, a lot of people wouldn't have him in the top three. He kind of floats in and out of my top five. And, and pick second to last in All-Star, so yeah, and, go and, figure. Well, uh, listen, it, when you have this, when you have two-thirds of the team still playing after the regular season, obviously fans pay a lot of attention to what you do in the playoffs. Jeff Van Gundy, ESPN NBA analyst, is with us now. Good morning, Coach. How's everybody? Good, Coach. Doing good. How you been? I've been good. I didn't watch the All-Star game, so it was good. Yeah. Good <laughs> oh, you're – I mean, it was unwatchable. Uh, let, we're going to get – we could start with the All-Star game if you want. How do you fix it? You don't. You know, I think – I suggested this a couple years ago, and people thought I was joking, but I'm not. You have to eliminate it. You can have the weekend celebrate the players, but just like in football – they came to the realization that no one wants to play in it and they don't want to play hard. And it's not a good show that the players keep saying it is, it, you know, we put on a show. No, you didn't. And I saw still pictures of, you know, like people with hands on their hips as, you know, guys are driving to the rim and just like laying it in. It, it's, it's unfixable because the players don't want to play in it and they need to figure out, a way like football did to have, you know, whether it's one-on-one or three-on-three or just do the skills session as the main event. But the game is unfixable. And it was never a highly, highly competitive game, but it's devolved into just a very poor display because we have these great, great players 
And on that stage, it doesn't look like that because they're not trying. Mm. Coach, let's stay out west. Only we're going to move to Los Angeles. Um, how will Russell Westbrook help the Clippers, and how will it be different for him? I'm really interested to see. I, I was a little surprised. Um, I think in all their roster shuffling, I think Reggie Jackson going to Denver helped Denver, uh, and I can see that fit. I have a little bit more problem to see what do they want from Westbrook. I would say because with Terrence Mann starting, and I don't know if they plan to start Westbrook, that maybe they want a second unit that Westbrook can just fly up and down the court to give them a different style because they are sort of the more methodical type of team with George and Leonard playing at a, you know, a slower pace. And maybe they want that burst. Maybe they feel they need like this energy um, that Westbrook brings uh, an intensity. The thing I, I, I'm concerned with is when you finish with Westbrook and you've got these great one-on-one players in Leonard and George, do they see an extra defender because of Westbrook's um, unreliable three-point shot? And I think it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic works. Jeff Van Gundy, ESPN NBA analyst here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. So we've been talking a lot this morning, Coach, about the players with the most pressure on them to win championships and to win a championship this year. And I know a lot of times – coaches will bristle at the idea that the notion like all top players have a lot of pressure to do as well as they can every year but which pressure which player my selection would be Jokic which player has the most pressure on them to win a championship this year do you think well I would think uh out west it would be you know Durant and and Booker if they're all healthy mm-hmm. and Chris Paul that threesome in in Phoenix and then in the East, to me, it's Joel Embiid, not necessarily to win a championship, but to go further uh, and play better in the playoffs, particularly in fourth quarters of close games, than he has. So I would say that's who I would pick between Embiid and the threesome in Phoenix. Yeah, KD was my number two pick, and Embiid was my number, th- I think, my, thir- my number three. So I-, I hear you. What about Tatum? I think getting to the finals, listen, Tatum and Brown together right from the start of their careers were advancing to conference finals and last year to the finals and were up in the finals. And so I think they have a great chance. I think they're, you know, obviously those two guys are a great duo and they've surrounded them with exceptional players, but I think they've already proven themselves in the postseason, certainly they'd like to take the last step. And I think, um, you know, for Chris Paul, like he's, he's been there to the finals. He's been to the Western conference finals with the Rockets, but they're on the other end of, of their career. And I think Embiid having not advanced to a conference final yet, I just think there's a little bit more heat on those guys. Tatum, he's had playoff success from the start of his career. Can LeBron will this team, as it's constructed now, to a deep playoff run this year? 
man, that's a lot of pressure to put on on him to to take you know where they are now, go through the teams that they're going to have to go through even to qualify for the play-in, and then come out of the play-in and beat you know a top two team. But they did a good job at the at the deadline. It may be too late, but they got better with their talent. Uh, they upgraded in many different areas. And I, I think the key to it all is can they defend and and Anthony Davis? So to me, the two Ds. Can they guard and, and defend in Davis? Because Davis at times um, looks like a dominant, dominant player. And at other times, maybe it's because of roster construction or injuries that he's playing through. He just can't seem to find an every-night dominance. And to me, if he can't be dominant on a nightly basis, it would be hard for me to picture them you know, beating a number one or number two seed in the first round if they were to get there. If, if they were not to make the playoffs, how do you think LeBron's tenure thus far in Los Angeles should be viewed? Well... It hasn't been the overwhelming success that I think everyone expected it to be. And if not for the bubble championship, it would, it would probably be viewed by even him as disappointing to have not made the playoffs, uh, to have gone out early. And, and so, yeah, I think it would, you know, I, I think he would be disappointed in how it's gone. And I think, the Lakers have been disappointed in in how they've played, and that's why they made such, you know, roster uh, such massive roster changes. And hopefully for them, they can get on a run. But if they're to do that, they have to guard, and and Anthony Davis has to dominate and be a dominant player on a nightly basis. Um, the West is just too challenging if they don't have those two things be consistent. And so, yeah, if I, if I think LeBron James would probably be disappointed in how it's gone, probably expected, you know, more success, thankfully for all of them, that they got the bubble championship. Mm, that is Jeff Van Gundy, ESPN NBA analyst, and you can tune into NBA Action Saturday as the Sixers host the Celtics, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Thanks as always, Coach. Thanks a lot, Coach. All right, take care, guys. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. I like the Wu-Tang remix, too, they did. 
All right. Are the Jets Derek Carr's best option? Because Derek Carr might be the Jets' best option, given what it takes to get him, given what the Jets actually need, and given the horizons of Derek Carr's career. Carr getting a lot of free agent run, huh? Oh, yeah. Quarterback (laughs) needy league, and he had a bad season by his standards, certainly, which have been good. But he's a solid NFL starting quarterback. He's he's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, well... He's, he's a, gone to the. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback. That's a fact. That's true. So am I, though. I think I'd have to look. But you no, know, come on. Every, every, every who everyone makes the Pro Bowl nowadays. Hold on. You yeah, are the one who no, says no, no, no. I didn't say this year. Yeah. I'm just saying he's a Pro Bowl quarterback. So is Mac Jones. Yeah, but that's that's, <laughs> that <laughs> that's different. But some people would say it's different for Derek Carr too. Yeah. Like the, you know. But no, Derek Carr is a good player and and especially a good leader. And also, there are no. He may not check every box at the highest level, but he, he checks all the boxes. He's not too little. He's not immobile. He he's, doesn't have a weak arm. He's like, he, he doesn't have any of the, the negatives that you go like, boy, he's really not good at this. You know how long he's been in the league? Eight years? Nine. Nine, yeah. You know how many head coaches he's had? A lot. Six. Yeah. You know how many different offenses with six head coaches he's had to – People don't realize that. Yeah, yeah. They don't understand. any place for the Raiders. Played yeah. for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. If, 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 if he was playing for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, he'd have some playoff wins. And he'd stuff. have some. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they go, wow, oh, he's terrible in cold weather. Okay, yeah, he's terrible in cold weather. He plays in California and he plays in Vegas. Yeah, give him plays, some reps in cold weather. And he plays weather, some yeah. indoor stuff. Yeah, give him like, half his on. games in cold weather. He'll it adjust, just, yeah. It's just – Weird, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he should be able to lead the team to the playoffs. He only has one playoff appearance against Cincinnati, and they lost. Dude, again, have you seen his coaches? He does, like, but he come on, man. Like, you know, some guys check boxes where you go, oh, my God, he does it in bold marker, right? Like a Sharpie, like Justin Herbert arm. Oh, my God. Derek Carr, to me, doesn't check any boxes physically like that, but he doesn't miss any boxes either. He does every single thing you need Again. him to do at a good level. Again. And then he is also a good leader where there was turmoil on the team. And, you know. Again, people also view you where you was drafted. Yeah. He was a second-round quarterback. Right. Not a first-round quarterback. In that case, his brother going first overall actually hurt him, I think, because, because you know. He went to Houston. David I don't know what his career would have been if he'd have gone to a place I mean, that made sense. Uh, the maybe. dude was The dude was, 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 was gun-shy. At the quarterback, he was sacking record-breaking. Like, he was hit, like, every third drop back when he was in Houston. So, let me, let me flip the question to you. He Carr, didn't have a chance. You have to agree that Carr might be the Jets' best option based on what it costs to get no, him. I don't have to agree, but yes, but, I am but, going but, to agree. No, but I'm saying you, you would have to – I'm saying not that he is. He might be. You can make the – you would agree that a good argument can be made that given what you have to give up, given his age, all these things, what the Jets need, he might be their best option. What about the Jets for Carr, though? Is there, is the, are the Jets the best option for Derek Carr? You have the Saints. You have the Panthers. You have a variety of teams that need quarterbacks. Number of teams. I have to think about this because if the Saints have everything intact and they're healthy, the division is a lot easier to get through with yeah. Tampa Bay, uh, Atlanta, right now. and Carolina. The East can be tricky. Because of New England, Buffalo, the Jets, and Miami. It just depends on what the Saints do. When you look at Carolina, Frank Reich, Jim Caldwell, I trust. Um, that they, They're putting a hell of a staff together down there. But the Jets, 
if you want to do something in your career and be, you know, looked at differently, you, you might want to look at the New York Jets. Win in New York. You win in New York. You do something that hadn't been done in a long time here. For the you know, Jets. The Giants is a different story, but Jets have their own fans. Well, I'm talking about the Jets, right? Yeah. And so you become something different, a made man. What about the Commanders? They have the enemy in there. They could use a quarterback. The Commanders would be interesting. Um, tough division, though, too. It's a tough division, the you got, The East is tough. But I, but my, well, I guess both coaches would be looked at differently if they didn't advance uh, in the playoffs. Both Robert Sala and and uh, Ron Rivera. See, I think it's the Jets key. I look at the Jets, not just the talent that they have, but the age of the talent. The likelihood that in the next several years they'll get better on both sides of the ball, well, there, especially but, if they but, don't have to but, give up draft picks to get that car. But the same thing in in Washington, though, too. Washington got some nice skill position players. I like the Jets' skills positions. A I, I, more. I think I like the Jets a little bit more too. Um, a little higher ends dudes, sauce and on the. If on they didn't side. have to, if, if if it's just about money, and they don't have to go out and and, and get Lamar or, or or try to get Lamar or continue to talk about Aaron Rodgers privately, then Carr makes the most sense. If you could sum it, put it this way, if you could go get Lamar Jackson because they put the non-exclusive tag on him and it costs you two firsts, but they're not going to be great firsts anyway, and you got to just guarantee him the cash, I'm getting Lamar all day. Because if you put Lamar Jackson on the Jets, yeah, key, they might be the best team in football. They can they do some shot. stuff. Well, they, they can do some shot. stuff. They can certainly do some stuff. They might mess like some stuff means they might win a Super Bowl or two, uh, right? Like, yeah, something could happen. But they're not going to put it on Lamar, and the Jets aren't going to get Lamar because Baltimore is not silly. We'll see. No, they're not going to do that. Well, it might be a bidding war. They have until the six, I believe. Adam Schefter said they don't want to venture into it. the financial territory that the non-exclusive tag would mean. Who doesn't? The Ravens. Well, because that means that I can now just give him a blank check and say, here's $300 million and you want to match it. He's going into some money. Lamar if Jackson. they give him the non-exclusive, which I doubt they will. Aaron Rodgers has emerged from his darkness retreat. When did this happen? Just now? There he so is. So what now? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Did he see his shadow? ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.